So, news came out over the past several days that some significant changes behind the scenes at WWE have occurred. Now, along with that, tonight's SmackDown, for the most part, was kind of, you know, once again, just like Raw, giving a mixed reaction. Thus, pretty much, I guess you could say, backing my theory and my speculation that for some odd reason, and I don't blame him if it's true to an extent, um, I don't think Triple H really cares that much about the Saudi shows like Crown Jewel. I, I don't think he really does. I mean, again, you know, he does understand that, you know, the stuck in a business deal right now that pretty much, you know, locks them into having shows over there for the next, you know, who knows how many years. But you can kind of tell that he's not really into the Saudi shows. I mean, he is giving some efforts, you know, here and there, some effort uh, to push them, you know, to get people to tune in and watch them. But, you know, besides that, you know, there's... You know, there's not really, I guess you could say, much, you know, um, urgency to to really hype them up. And again, this kind of further uh, proves and backs up my theory and speculation from a couple of days ago that he doesn't really care. He really doesn't. And I want to thank people for helping get that video up into the 200, almost 300 range. I really appreciate that because... Obviously, a lot of people see pretty much what I do. Because, you know, if Hunter did care, there'd be more effort put into these shows and everything, but there isn't. But, speaking of the effort, as I mentioned, you know, Triple H behind the scenes is definitely making some moves. I mean, tonight we saw the return of Tennille Dashwood as Emma. She's back. And this speculation... That Chelsea Green and possibly Deanna Perrazzo, the VXT in Impact, could show up um, as well uh, in WWE. You know, Chelsea Green making her return after a while, and of course, Deanna Perrazzo making her return um, after only getting maybe a few, you know, uh, showings on the main roster. It's pretty much enhancement talent, jobber talent, if you will, to the likes of Anaya Jax or Ronda Rousey, if you catch my drift. But, yeah, basically, uh, basically, Emma is back, and there's a possibility that she won't be alone in her return, uh, you know, very soon. But, again, going back to what I said at the beginning... You know, he Triple H is making a lot of moves. And as noted, this past week, he has nixed as an event, not the concept, but as an event, he has nixed um, Hell in a Cell. He has nixed it, basically. He has nixed Hell in a Cell. So, you know, as an event... So now it'll only be once again a match. But what it sounds like is it'll be a match that'll be treated as it always once was. You know, basically a match 
you know, to build up, up, uh, build up to, to culminate feuds with. You know, like what we had with Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, hey, that might, you know, end up giving us, you know, a Hell in a Cell rematch once he comes back and, you know, he resumes his feud with Cody. You know, that pretty much could be what's on the table. But, yeah, he's ixnayed the event Hell in a Cell, and it's just going to leave it as it always has been. You know, um, an event, a match that could take place on any event, any pay-per-view premium live event, that is reserved to come to end feuds or blood feuds, if you will. That's what always made it special. Because once you heard it announced, it's like, oh crap, this is going to be huge. Or, oh crap, you know, this is, uh, the, this is going to be the be-all, end-all of the, of the storyline, of the, of the feud, if you will. And, you know, pretty much it would be. You know, pretty much it would be. You know, it would be exactly that. You know, it would be, you know, the culmination, most times, of a, of a feud ending. Or the end of an error, like it was at WrestleMania many years ago. It doesn't even feel that long when it comes to that match, too. But still, that's what it was always meant to be. And now it's going back to that, which I think, and everybody else alongside, along with me, I should say, not alongside me, but along with me, uh, agrees. You know, it's a good is a good move because you know everybody has said that the one thing about you know Hell in the Cell as an event is yes it was highlighted by maybe one two three at most Hell in the Cell matches and some of them didn't even you know warrant a Hell in the Cell match you know and and that's a fact I mean JD from NY206 despite how you feel about the guy you know, even he pointed out that when Bailey and Sasha Banks got the feud finally um, on television, you know, they, they instead of going the right way, you know, instead of going the correct way, they went in reverse. And instead, they had Hell in a Cell. Then they had, what was it, Last Woman Standing or something like that. Then they just had a regular match, and that was it. They went back-ass backwards pretty much and you know that's not how it was supposed to be done it was supposed to be done the other way you know have a ma- have a regular match and have a stipulation match and hell then have hell in the cell to close it out that's it but that didn't happen and then you take a look at Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins you know when they did their thing the Fiend and Seth Rollins you know um you know, at Hell in the Cell year, oh, years ago at the event, at said event of the same name, almost tripped there uh, crossing the road um, but anyway you take a look at the disaster that that was and a lot of people have said that even that did not warrant a Hell in the Cell that you would just you, you just basically were fast tracking the Fiend, because of merchandise sales and all that, to the top and straight to the title and into a feud, a program with Seth without really giving it time to 
you know, just simmer and, and build up and, you know, properly, you know, you know, properly, you know, you know, get to that point. You know, it was all basically for naught, if you will. And the Hell in the Cell match, the way it ended, pretty much tarnished what Hell in the Cell was for a while. That is until Cody and Seth Rollins, ironically, kind of reminded us of what it originally was in the first place. But, with that said, with that said, you know, Hell in the Cell as a match is still going to happen, but it's only going to be reserved for those certain occasions. It is. It's only going to be reserved for those certain occasions. I mean, one certain occasion, this was another bit of news that obviously Triple H is uh, working on behind the scenes along with a group of people. At least they're discussing, you know, getting the wheels, you know, turning for it to happen. And that is Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. Bray Wyatt is looked at pretty much not just by his merchandise, but by the way he is positioned on the show as the top babyface. And, you know, with the Wyatt... Six, obviously being either a group, a group of people, or as we probably saw tonight, multiple personalities of of Bray. You know, and how terrifying and unpredictable they are. You know, you can see why fans are behind Bray and why he is listed as that. Because if Roman is listed as the top heel, you know, what, you know, you know, a heel like Roman or a heel like L.A. Knight or, you know, Gunther, you know, they're not going to know who the hell they're facing. They're going to not know who to prepare for. Like, yeah, you're going to fight Bray Wyatt, but who are you fighting? You know, are you just fighting Bray Wyatt the man? Or are you fighting Uncle Howdy version of Bray Wyatt? Or you are you fighting, you know... Um, are you finding uh, uh, what's the other one that's been copyrighted? Um, Uncle Howdy, uh, cousin, the uh, cousin something, whatever the name is. You know, are you fighting them? You know, are, is that the side of Bray you're fighting? Are you fighting the fiend Bray Wyatt? Are you fighting Swamp Bray Wyatt? You know, it's like it's like who are you facing? Who are you fighting? And that's why he is looked at as a top babyface because when you you have him go up against you know some of your heels there, you know it's gonna make those heels be like, do I really want to face this guy because I don't know who I'm gonna get in the ring with. So yeah, it's, so yeah, basically that's why he's listed in that position. And as I mentioned, they're already planning. I'm sure Hunter's in on these meetings. They're already planning for to, to do the match. They already planned to do the match. Now, J.D. obviously gave his opinions on it on one of his off the scripts today, or yesterday, depending on when you watch, uh, you listen to this. You know, apparently he gave his thoughts, but he's even, in a sense, you know, kind of saying, look, if you're not going to save this for, for WrestleMania, then don't do it. And if they're already talking about it, though, discussing it, then obviously they are doing exactly that. They are saving it for WrestleMania. So that's a good idea. And again, it could go into what I said before in a video. You know, who beats Roman? Well, one night you could have Cody beat Roman, and then the next night you could have Bray beat Roman, and there you go. Or vice versa. 
You know, you get the best of two things, period. But yeah, they're already discussing that and everything. And if they go any further with that, but don't, you know, push it in a way that they and push it and destroy it like they did with Rollins and Wyatt or Rollins and the Fiend, then yeah, I could, I could see, you know, the culmination of that feud in the future warranting a Hell in the Cell, no doubt. And then speaking of cage-like matches, you know, as I mentioned before, Elimination Chamber is going to be in Montreal, and everybody is debating, well, if you're getting rid of all these gimmicky pay-per-views, why not get rid of Chamber? And a lot of people have come out, you know, like a JD, you know, like a JD, like a just Alex and many others, and they have justified the fact that, you know, Elimination Chamber plays a significance in its, you know, place on the calendar. Like, you know, for one brand to get the Rumble, you know, the other brand gets the Elimination Chamber. Like if a raw uh, woman, like if a female Raw star wins the women's Rumble match and a SmackDown uh, men's star wins the men's Royal Rumble match, then you have a SmackDown woman win the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match and you have a man and from Raw win the uh, Elimination Chamber match for the men. It equals out, and everybody gets their opportunity, you know, their chance to shine. And that looks like the direction they're probably going to go in, um, going in uh, to 2023. You know, and everybody's already saying, if you look at the roster right now, along with returns and everything, you know, the Rumble's going to be one of the best ever. It really is. But yeah, you know, Triple H is making some moves. You know, with bringing in star, bringing back stars like Emma and potentially, you know, uh, Chelsea Green and maybe even Deanna Perrazzo. You know, he's making moves there. You know, he's, you know, rectifying, you know, Hell in the Cell by putting it back to what it was. You know, a regular, you know, special occasion match that's only saved to end feuds and all that, not be an entire event where matches take place within the cell that don't warn him so he's making moves he's doing things that are needed and again to follow up on the last video and like i said at the beginning you know you look at raw this past monday you know how fans felt about that how it felt lackluster you take a look at you know you take a look at basically you know um you know, take a look at basically, you know, uh, you know, elimination. Yeah, the chamber. Sorry, there's some visitors up here, cats. <laughs> but like I say, you take a look, at, um, you know, at something along the lines. You know. You know, basically, you look at, not long lines, but you look at the lackluster performance of Raw and everything, and it's just, you know, and the way people feel about SmackDown tonight, again, you can kind of tell he um, doesn't really care about the crown jewel perspective of the, you know, the calendar year. He really doesn't. So, let me know what your thoughts are, guys. I'm home now, and that's all I'm going to say, and until next time... I will talk to you all later.